Whoa. It's a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. Had to hear from God this week. I'm hoping. Uh, anybody else want to hear from God this week? Come on. Hey, we believe in training them up early around here. So I have this on my heart. I believe it's from the Lord. I want to take you back, backwards a few years. 17 years ago, we started this church. And I, and I, I have one objective, or had one objective when we started this house that we call Rock Church, and that was to build a house of believers that God delights in. So the word for me is very clear. And, and I, I want to try to clarify it to you real quick. Someone come up here quick, help me move this desk forward a little bit. Somebody strong enough? I'll use one. I don't want to trip while I'm trying to do this. I was feeling weird. Anyway, um, I want to kind of clarify the vision a little bit of what it means to become the house of believers that God delights in. And so the word is clear to me in, in Haggai chapter 1. This is kind of a foundational scripture of this house, verses 7 and 8. And, and it says, this is what the Lord Almighty says. Give careful thought to your ways. Go up into the mountains, bring down timber, and build my house. Okay, so how many of you believe this is God's house? Amen, right here. This is God's house. So go up to the mountain, bring down timber, and build my house, so that I might take pleasure in it and be honored, says the Lord. So I've been studying that whole thing about um, pleasure, God taking pleasure in, in the house, and and I want, to, I want to say this, that pleasure and delight, the word delight, pleasure and delight are synonymous. The, the very word delight means a strong feeling of pleasure or happiness towards someone or something. Now, when you think about that in relation to you and God, a strong, pleasure, a strong feeling or happiness towards someone or something, a strong feeling of pleasure or happiness towards someone or something, that just just resonates with me a little bit because I think I understand delighting in something or delighting in someone pretty good. I've experienced it on, on a very consistent basis. I have grandchildren. Actually, I have three. have uh, one on the way, all right? And I want to tell you something. I understand delight. My wife, I think, will testify to this because we have grandchildren that pretty much visit us every day, okay? And they don't just come kind of saner in the house, all depressed and bummed out. All of them come with grand entrance, okay? Braylon, who's our youngest, he's, he jumps in the door. Papa, Mimi! Where, you know, just like we should all be pretty pumped because he's here and it's... And, and, and Chayna, now he, he comes in the house, smile. he always has a big old grin on his face about this wide, and, and he'll always have a little special blessing to share with us. Like yesterday, it was a handful of fresh worms. Okay, so, and that, that causes me to delight in him, okay? And, and then Selah, my oldest granddaughter, 
she brings us great delight because of how she goes through a house. It's kind of like a, have you ever seen a tornado? And, and, and we, I won't tell you her family nickname, but she kind of bounds, bounds. She doesn't walk into a room. It's kind of like, ah! she's, you know, and, and, and she's, not, she's not going anywhere. She's just coming to see us. And she's got a big old grin. And it causes this great happiness and joy in, in my heart. And so I, 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 that's, I see that as delight. And I understand delight because it is the atmosphere that God fills my heart with when I see my own children and their heart and passion for Jesus and to pursue him. And that thrills my heart with happiness and joy. And, and then I understand delight because it is the atmosphere God fills my heart with when I gather together with you. Amen. Unlike some people who have a problem getting up and wanting to go and be with you, can I make a confession this morning? I don't have that problem, okay? I can't wait to be with you on Sunday morning. I can't wait to be with you on a KC. I can't wait to be with you. If we got a little one-on-one -on -one thing going, I just think God's called us to be together, amen? After all, we're going to spend eternity together, amen? And, and I'll be there. I hope you make it, amen? That's why I'm your pastor. I'm going to help you. I want to help you, amen? But I just, I understand delight because I, it's kind of like I can come in, the, I can get out of my car on a Sunday morning and I'm, I mean, I might be dragging a little bit, man, but the minute I step through the door and, and I see Jared, you know how the commercial says, go to Jared? We have that same thing going on at Rock Church, okay? If, if you need to be built up, you need to know what delight is, go to Jared, amen? Jared will, and I, and he grabs me and he hugs me and he tells me how much he loves me and and he's delighting in me, and I'm delighting in him. And, and, and how many of you know what I'm talking about? And then all of a sudden, I, I'm just smiling. You know, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm experiencing this thing called delight because of you, being with you, because you're, you're mine and you're his. Amen? So I understand delight, and I find great delight in these situations that center, listen, around God's people. In one way or another, all this delight, this idea of delight centers around God's people. But do you understand that God delights in you? Right now, do you understand that God delights in you? That God has this amazing ability in his grace to delight over us in our imperfection and brokenness. Right like you are. You may not even like yourself, but God delights in you if you're a believer. Are there any believers in the house this morning? You know I'm going to ask you. Are there any believers in the house? Okay, so the house is full of believers. If you're not a believer, I want to offer you this invitation. There is a God who delights in his people, in his creation. Amen? So I want to I kind of get into some scriptures, a lot of scriptures, about God's delight toward us. And I want you to open your heart if you're struggling with that. If you're struggling with, I've, I had someone tell me this week they, that they hated themselves. And, I'm th and this is a believer. And I'm thinking, man, God doesn't feel that way about you. God delights in you. 
He rejoices over you. He's, so Proverbs 3, 11, and 12 starts out kind of, ooh, ouch. But I want you to hear this. It says, my son, do not despise, or my daughter, do not despise the Lord's discipline, and do not resent his rebuke, because the Lord disciplines those he loves. As a father, the son, listen to this, as a father, the son, he delights in. So that, that freaks me out. Catch this now. God disciplines those he delights in. So he already delights in you. That's a, that position is already secure, amen? He, but but he's, he does have to bring some adjustment sometime. Anybody aware of that? He does have to bring some correction sometimes. Some, because he, listen, he doesn't, he, he, God will never stop, does never want to stop delighting in you. What he really wants is he delights in you now, but he wants to delight in you even more and more and more and more and more, Amen? Anyone got any family things going on where you say, I love you more and more and more? And we have a little bit of that going on in our family, more than more and more than most. More than, and then someone will come up with a weird one, to the moon and back, please, I hate that one. I love you to the moon and back. Is that all the farther you can get out there? You know what I'm saying? Let's go like Jupiter or the sun, okay? But anyway, trash the moon one. That's my opinion. Anyway, but God, you know, he, ah, he delights in you, but... There's some adjustments that we need. He doesn't change his position. He does delight in you, but he wants to delight in you more. And I believe that this house, from its inception, is positioned for God's delight. Okay? We are, we are on a mission, amen, to be a house that God delights in. And it's not just something we talk about. It's evident. It's evident in the house that that God delights in us and his presence shows up here, amen, and he's, 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 he's fixated on, on delighting in us but then, then growing us and maturing us to delight in us even more. And I think that's a, an amazing objective. So I'm going to tell you where God's delight in you starts. Okay. When does a parent's delight in their children start? I mean, boom, the moment they're born, right? Just ain't doing much. Anyone seen an infant? Clay, cat, who is, is Stephanie, bring that, bring that baby up here for a second. Bring that fat, chunky baby up here. Give him to, give him to pastor. Okay. All right, I just want you to. Can you delight with me a little bit? Can you just, I mean, just get it in you. Can you delight with this? Right, He ain't doing nothing. He just, he's just fat. He looks like Clayton. He's just, he's healthy. Not, not the fat part, Clayton, just the healthy. You know, just, does, is anyone delighting in this baby right now? He ain't doing nothing. He ain't, all he does is poop and pee and burp and giggle and, he doesn't do much, but everyone just delight. And, and, and our concept of delight, how God delights in us, guys, is wrapped up in how we delight in things. Before they do anything. Before you do anything. God delights in you at birth. And I'm talking about at spiritual birth, okay? Here you go. 
Isn't he amazing? Look at that guy. Woo, yeah, give it up. So, I want you, let me remind you now, God, the moment you said yes to Jesus, not because of anything you've done, but because of everything Christ has done, the, the good news message of Jesus, your, your faith in God's Son, apart from works, positions you for God's delight. I want to read a couple familiar scriptures. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. It is by grace you have been saved, through faith, and this is not from yourselves, it's the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. So God, by a gift of his grace, positions you for, listen, God positions you to receive his delight. All by himself. He does not something you did. God did it. When you said, when you believed, God did it. Colossians 1.22. Now listen. But now he has, God has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation. So God delights on you just in the mere fact that you were born of God. You're his children. Amen. You don't have to do anything in that sense. He already has you in this position. Anyone excited about that? Anyone okay with that? You came to church this morning and the pastor just said, if you don't leave here with nothing, leave here with this, that God delights in you because you believe in his son. Amen. You know what God said about his son? This is my beloved son. This is, in, right? In whom I am well pleased, in whom I delight in. And because you are in the son, God delights in you right where you're at. But Pastor, you don't understand, I'm not perfect. Well, it takes a long time to get like me, okay? <laughs> None of us are perfect, amen? None of us are ever going to do it all right. But the heart of God toward us as his children is he delights in us. And he wants to delight in us more and more. Now, God's delight continues in us, or what I maybe should say grows in us, or continues in us through our humble response to truth. Okay, there's something about the truth and God's delight that are drawn together, okay? Because how many know God can't lie? God can't deceive you. God can't lead you astray. God is a tr God of truth, and he can't sway from the truth. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't get excited about untruth or lying. In Psalms 51, verses 15 through 17, the psalmist says, open my lips, Lord, and my mouth will declare your praise. You do not delight, listen to this, you do not delight in sacrifice, or I would bring, bring it. You do not, listen to that now, you do not delight in sacrifice, or I, that's because sacrifice in that sense is trying to earn God's delight, trying to earn his salvation. God doesn't delight in that. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. Your sacrifice, O oh God, listen to this. Well, the thing, here's what he's really saying. The thing God delights in, in us, even in our imperfection, we live in kind of a, a, a tension of we're perfected in Christ, but we still have imperfections. Everybody understand that? But even in our imperfection, here's, here's what causes God to, to delight in us even more. A broken and contrite heart you, you, God, will not despise. 
A humble response to truth. Not, not when the truth comes to us, we say, oh no, I've never done nothing wrong, or I've, I've never sinned, or I've, no. No, it's, it's, it's a broken, humble response, an honest response. You say, God, you know, maybe this will make a t-shirt. God, you know, and maybe you can't say this in church, but I'm, this is, I'm the pastor of this church, so I'm going to say this. You know, God, I really suck at this. Have you ever been that raw with God? Two of you? That's part of the problem. Only two of you have been that real with God. And he knows you thought it. Right? So, amen. But God wants us to be honest in our hearts. And a lot of times when I go to pray, it's kind of like, you know, Lord, I don't like this about me. I'm, I, I'm not too excited about this. I'm, I had an attitude about this. I'm struggling with this. Just transparency of heart because it's like, you know, there's still people that still believe that they go out and do something bad. They miss church that Sunday. God won't know because they weren't in church. God knows all about us everywhere, every, everywhere we're at, whatever we're thinking, whatever. We're, he knows everything. So it's really kind of silly to hide it from him. What's amazing is he delights in me. He delights in me, even in my mess. And one of the things he's asking me to do is respond to truth correctly. Just, you know, when you're, when you're hurting, you're hurting. When you're broken, you're broken. When you're struggling, you're struggling. Just get it out there, amen? I think there's even a scripture that talks about confess your sins one to another. But you may be healed, amen? Just getting, the, getting it out there. Because God delights in that honest, is this making sense? God delights in that honest, broken, humbleness of heart. That's the church he delights in. That's one of those characteristics. I don't ever want us to be the church running around with high priestly robes on and looking down our nose at everybody and acting like we never sin and and, and listen, I, I've been there. I've been a part of that place. I've been a part of that house. I've told you this story before, but I'm going to tell you again because I can. I was with a bunch of pastors when I was a young pastor. My first pastor's meeting. I was 26 years old. I'm, yeah, just over that now. I was 26 years old, and I get there, and they're all there, and I got my suit on. I got my new briefcase, and everyone's looking. Back then, we wore three-piece suits to everything, man. You go into the lunch, got a suit on, you know. But I got there, and we're all in a round table, and one of the pastors that's leading the thing said, hey, guys, I want to just, why don't you all just share how things are going? And at that particular time in my life, all hell was breaking loose. I hated the ministry. I doubted God's call. My wife didn't like me. My kids weren't born again, or they weren't born yet, or they wouldn't have liked me either. Or maybe Si was born. I can't remember. But anyway, um, anyway, I get th they're going through this, and they're all, man, they go to the first guy, you know, God bless God. Things are great. The world's changing. The church is growing. My wife loves me. He, gets, he goes on for a few minutes. We go to the next guy, and he's, yeah, hallelujah. And I feel, they get, I'm halfway. They get to me, and I, I don't know the rules, you know, so I'm, you know, guys, I'm not having it or seeing it the way y'all are having it or seeing it. Right now, my life pretty much stinks. The church is struggling. We don't have any money. I mean, I just start listing off all the stuff I could think of. I'm struggling in my flesh in this area. And, and, and 
From that point on, the whole meeting changed. They went all the way back around, and all the guys started telling how it really was. Amen? And it, it changed the atmosphere in a good way. Amen? It, 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 I think it almost, it caused, I think it caused because it was according to truth, God and truth, man, God and truth are, are, are together here. It was because it was according to truth, it's almost like God's delight and presence just settled on the meeting. He delights in the truth. God delights toward you, grows as you learn to walk in love toward each other. If you walk in truth. Listen to this. 1 Corinthians 13, 6. Listen to this. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth, or delights in the truth. Now, change the word love. Because God is, what? God is love. So God does not delight in evil. This is why our response to truth is so important, because the truth shows us what? Good from evil. And God wants us to walk according to? We've got three that have it. God wants us to walk according to? Right? So... And God rejoices, delights over the truth. Or when God delights when you and I are walking in truth. And that's so important. A lot of times people will call me, believers will call me and want to meet with me. And they're struggling and they're, they're depressed and they're discouraged. And, and, and listen, and God loves them. God delights in these people. But yet they're living their life so contrary to the spirit of truth that abides within them. They can't find any joy. They can't find any rejoicing. And you know what? They're not going to. Because God would be a liar if he allowed you to walk in the fullness of joy and, and delight that he has for you and has over you if you're not walking according to the truth. Ooh, that's heavy. God does not delight in evil, but rejoices or delights with the truth. Did you know that God's delight in you is both constant and progressive? Only God can do those kind of things. He always delights in you, but... There's a part of that delight that's progressive. He could what I'm saying is he can delight in you more. Even though he already delights in you more than you probably even understand, he can delight in you even more. I like that idea. Even though as your pastor I already like you, I can like you more. I can delight in you more. Maybe I should turn that around. Even though as my people, you like me. Some of you might not, but you can like me more. Amen? That's being, God is, God is able to be constant and progressive at the same time. I think that's interesting. That God delights in you now, but can delight in you even more in the future. No wonder scripture says that in his presence are joys forevermore. His presence isn't something we're waiting for. Amen? 
His presence is something we already have when we gather in his name. Did you know that we can cause God? This gets me excited. We can cause God to rejoice and celebrate over us. I know this sounds weird, but it's almost like we can cause God to be in a better mood. Psalm 51, or Psalm 23, in the NLT, I love this, verses 15 through 16. My child, if your heart is wise, the wise heart would pursue the path of truth. If your heart is wise, my own heart will rejoice. Everything in me will celebrate when you speak what is right. I read that and I'm thinking, yeah, God wants to celebrate over me. Amen. I can cause God to rejoice even more and to celebrate. See, we look sometimes like God is detached from us. He's not, he has no feeling, he has no emotion, he's just up there and he's just, He's just detached, but no, he's, he's just, he's so much here, and he's so much, God is, feels, God rejoices, the, the fruit of the Spirit, the things we talk about are God's being, is love, joy, and peace, right? Patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, I love that scripture, that's just, that's God's very being. So he experiences, as he relates to us, he experiences all this. Stuff. And I just think if I can cause God to celebrate and rejoice, man, how many would you like to give that a try? Amen? You know, one of the ways to give that a try is when you get up on Sunday morning, just, I can't wait. Amen? I can't wait to get with all these crazy people that are going to lift their hands up and sing and Gonna, I always listen, one of the things that I delight in, I know God delights in, is when I hear the saints on Sunday morning talking. You know, the first few, there's a first one, first, when you first open the doors, there's usually two or three of us, and we're kind of making small talk, and Tiff starts coming in with the worship team, and, and then the next thing you know, there's 30 minutes later, there's 10 or another 10 or 15 people coming in, and you start hearing all these little groups of people talking about whatever, life, talking about family, talking about the Lord, talking about something God showed them this week, and, and pretty soon, you know, we get about 10 minutes to church, okay, we're about half of us are here. At Tin Till Rock Church, half of us are here, okay? But, but the chatter is getting louder, you know? And it, it's kind of like the atmosphere is rising. And, and I feel like God is rising in the place, amen? He's, he's, he was excited that I showed up, but now he's delighting even more because here they come. And then you know at Rock Church at 10 after, man, here comes the last slew, amen? They're coming in. You know, like, and, and, and it's just, the, the, ah, delight just rises in the room. And I think that makes God rejoice and celebrate. How many of you want to be in on that, causing God to rejoice and celebrate? Anybody? I just think that's an amazing thing hidden for us in Scripture. Now, did you know that God delights in our well-being when things are, are going well? How many of you know that sometimes it's okay that things aren't going bad? You ever felt guilty because things are going well? 
Have you ever had the devil try to put that on you? But God doesn't, you know, God doesn't stop delighting in us when things are going well. God delights in us all the time. His delight can be progressive, but he also delights when things are going well. Psalm 35, 27. But give great joy to those who came to my defense. Let them continuously, great is the Lord who delights. Everyone said, who delights in blessing his servant with peace. God rejoices, delights over blessing his servants with peace. That stuff excites me. God delights in you. Do you believe it? Do you know it? Feel it. Let's stand up together. Some of you are already happy because you think pastor is closing this service early. He's causing me to rejoice. I'm experiencing delight right now. No, actually, I just wanted to stand up, stretch out a little bit. I got 20 minutes to go. No, I'm just teasing. Come on up, worship team. God delights in you. Do you get it? Do you get it? Do you get that he wants to delight in you more and more? That it's progressive? It's constant, but it's progressive. He delights in you, but there's more. That's how I should say it. He delights in you, but there's more. How many say, okay, pastor, I believe you, but I need a little more? Huh? He delights in How many say, pastor, I, I believe he delights in me, but I need a little more? Anybody? Throw your hand up. Say, I need a little more. All right. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Keep your hand up if you'd like. Go ahead, worship team. We're just going to worship for a moment, a few moments. Because the Father's going to reveal more to you. This is our chance to respond humbly to the truth. God rejoices in the truth working in us when the truth comes to us. Maybe it's, maybe it's showing us something we need to change or showing us a direction, different direction we need to go. And God is asking, because he already delights in us. He wants to delight in us more. He's asking us to respond to that truth in a humble way. Not to ignore it, not to deny it, but to say yes to it. Say, Father, you know what? I see, I see this morning that I haven't been walking in truth toward my, toward my spouse. That I haven't been walking in kindness. That I haven't been walking in peace. And then I wonder why you seem distant. If that's you, you need to humble yourself and say, you know what, I'm, I'm, not, I'm done with that. I'm done with that. I'm done with anything in my life that's going to stand between God's delight being manifest in its fullness in me. I'm done with it. I don't want it. 
You know, when is, when is the church going to rise up and start telling the devil, I'm done with that, amen? I'm done with anything that robs me of causing God's heart to rejoice and celebrate. I'm done with that. I want you to think about that thing in your heart that, you're, that it's time to be done with. You know what it is. It's that, that thing that the truth is showing you and revealing to you. I want you to think about it because in just a moment, I'm going to count to three and we're all going to shout, I'm done with that in the name of Jesus. Amen? In just a moment, I want you to get it in your mind. Get it in your heart because that's how, that's really, that's how easy it is. We have to make a choice. The devil can't make us do nothing. I'm not blaming him. But I got some stuff in my life that's not lining up to the truth. It's, it's robbing me of, of uh, causing God to, to rejoice and celebrate over me. It's robbing me to experience the delight of God in my own soul. On the count of three, I want you to, whatever it is, you don't have to say it. I just want you to, in the name of Jesus, I just want, count of three, you're going to say, I'm done with that. And as loud as you can, amen, we're going to make a proclamation over this house and over your life. And I believe it's going to sow a seed of rejoicing and delight in us that we haven't experienced in a while, okay? Everybody, one, two, three. I'm done with that. Do it again. I'm done with that. I'm done with that in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you. I thank you for the privilege of your word, of, of sitting under the ministry of your word, of reading your word and understanding your love, your goodness, that you are, that we are righteous in your sight. We already have your delight because of Jesus. But now you're wanting us to grow grow in those things that cause you to delight in us even more. Can we end with worship today, please? Open your heart. Let's worship together as we wrap up our service today. I love you, Rock Church. Thanks again for listening to our podcast and this week's message. Again, if you'd like to find out more about our church and attending a live service, you can find us online at www.rockchurchqc.com as well as on Facebook at Rock Church of the Quad Cities and on YouTube. Just search Rock Church QC and you'll be able to access our past sermons. As, and when you subscribe, you'll be notified when we go live for our weekly services. Until next time, have a great day and God bless.